faith grows, and in step three, we made a decision, therefore, to turn our will and our life over to the care of God as we understood him. Now, this is another decision, a full decision, no reservations, no ifs, no ands, no buts, no holding back. Of course, I think most people would like to take this step when they approach it, and then fear comes rushing back, that old bugaboo of the alcoholic. And immediately we start asking ourselves, yeah, but will God, can God, will, will, will. <laughs> like the story of the character in the hound of heaven, we're afraid lest having found him, we shall have nothing else besides. Whereas we should realize, if we only look around in AA, that those who really have found God, this source of strength and power, have found all that life has to offer to the human being. Then uh, it doesn't say in this step either that we made a decision to turn our will except this over to God and our lives except this dishonest practice and that dishonest relationship and that little nasty thing that I'm holding on to and this little resentment here and so forth. No, it says we turned our will, period, no reservations. No qualifications. And our lives, no qualifications, over to God as we understood him. Now here we begin to understand the real meaning of that term that we heard so much about in the Second World War, the term unconditional surrender. We are going to give in. We're going to tell God here, is my will and my life. Now notice, it doesn't ask for strength. It doesn't ask for knowledge. It doesn't ask for capability. It merely asks for our will. So if we want to ask ourselves if we're really taking these steps, and this will apply as we go along to the last step, are we willing? all that God asks. If we are willing, then God will do the rest. All that is ours is the willingness and the footwork. Now, all true success in accomplishing anything in life will depend on whether we have taken this decision once and for all. The prayer we use in AA sometimes erroneously called the AA prayer. And I say erroneously because AA has no prayer. We have no format. We have no prayer book. We have no dogma. We're not teaching anything. We're merely a group of alcoholics helping each other to stay sober and carrying that message to other alcoholics that they might achieve sobriety. But we do use this prayer because it fits what we're trying to do. We ask God to give us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That will give us the complete willingness in this third step. Because what are we faced with in this third step? 
all of our life, the past, the present, and the future. Now, what can we do about that life? There's only two things we can do. We can either change it, or we can accept it. No alternative. And that's where we get into trouble when we stay in the middle. <laughs> we're not quite willing to accept it, we're not quite ready to change it, so we're in the mess of indecision. So many have difficulty with uh, nervousness and jitteriness and depression, and a lot of it stems from that indecision. Not having made up our minds to change what we can, accept what we cannot change, and then to go to God and seek the wisdom to know the difference. Now, I'm going to give you a little key. And this key will unlock the door to that wisdom to know the difference. In most cases, you know what that is? That wisdom tells us that 99 and 99 one-hundredth percent of the things we cannot change is in us is outside of ourselves. 99 and 99 one-hundredth percent of the things we can change are inside us. That's the wisdom to know the difference. That's where we got into all our trouble. We were trying to change everybody else and everything else. Just change my wife. I'd be all right. <laughs> we even changed the climate at times. Took the geographical cure. Now we realize that most things outside of us, circumstances, people, things, we cannot change. Most husbands better make up their minds right at this point, there's not much about your wife you're going to change. And most wives better make up their mind about this point, that most things about your husband you cannot change. But both wife and husband should make up their mind about this point, that all the attitudes toward my husband or wife, toward the things in my life, I can change. And God will give me the courage to change those things inside. And those few things which perhaps we call the unsolvable problems, God will give us the courage to accept. And that's the true key. Acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. If we can't solve the problem, we still can accept it. And so that's what we're faced with in step number three. To me, this third step is the crux of the 12 steps of the AA program. The third step I like to call the magic action. To me, the third step is the big difference between those who are dry and those who are not only dry, but also sober. It is the big difference between those who are sober and those who are not only sober, but also happy and serene. To me, it's the big difference of those who are in AA and around AA and those who are not only in AA and around AA, but are also on the AA program. You know, there's a lot of people who will come and say, Father, what's the matter with me? I came into AA a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, and I'm getting nervous and jittery. And, well, what's the trouble? Well, uh, 
I think that such a person either never has or has taken back something on the third step of the AA program, the magic action. We made up our minds, we made a decision with no reservation to turn our wheel. That's more action, all of it, no reservation. And our life, all of the actions of our life, over to the care of God in order that he, in turn, can act on us. I say that in my opinion, that's the secret of the AA program, the AA 12 steps. You know, there was one time a ship in a wreck on the high seas. And in all the clamor and everything, a little old lady came up to the captain. She says, oh, captain, do you think uh, well, there's any danger? And the captain says, well, after all, madam, everything's in the hands of God. Oh, she said it's as bad as all that. <laughs> <laughs> and so here again, when fear creeps in, and that question starts to pop up, will God, what will God? It isn't so bad to be in the hands of God. That's our ultimate security. That's the security that nothing can change. That's the security that nobody can take from me. And if we go along in life, along these 12 steps, praying to God for the serenity to accept, the courage to change, and the wisdom to know the difference, then when that time comes that we are breathing our last on this land of sorrows, then I'm positive that same prayer will be heard for the final time. Because when that moment arrives, God in his mercy will give us the serenity to accept the final thing we cannot change, which is death. And in his love, he will give us the courage to change the final thing we can, our material, earthly abode for the one eternal. Then also the wisdom will be given to us to understand that at that moment, we're only taking the 13th step into eternity. And then all will be over. All the hardship, the loneliness, and criticisms, and the pain, and the suffering. All the difficulties of life will be a thing of the past. And then for all eternity, I think all of us will sing one song of gratitude to that power greater than ourselves, Almighty God, who in his love and in his mercy has given us these 12 little steps to come one by one so that we will join with him in the eternal serenity which no one, no one will ever take from us. And may God love you. Thanks for listening.